South African Human Rights Commission has been granted leave to intervene in Olympic gold medalist Kester Semenya's challenge to regulations that prevent her from competing internationally. Decisions made by the European Court of Human Rights after the South African Human Rights Commission applied to be recognised as a third party in the matter. The SAHRC Commissioner, Advocate Andre Hertley-Gum, joins us now. Advocate, thanks for joining us. Uh, first of all, why are you getting involved in this, in this in the, the huge saga? Thank you very much. Yes, uh, well, we believe this uh, case to be one of the most important uh, gender equality cases in history. And uh, therefore, it is for us very important to get involved in this uh, case, especially given the huge impact of these regulations on women, particularly black women of the global south. So uh, the commission sought leave to intervene in the matter so as to elucidate the adverse impacts of world athletics, uh, of the differences of sex development regulations, so-called BSD regulations, uh, its impact on women from the global south. In particular, the Commission wishes to make submissions to the European Court of Human Rights, which demonstrate the discriminatory effect of the regulations on the intersecting grounds of race, sex and gender, and which further show how the impugned regulations breach Article 14 of the European Convention of Human Rights, that is the prohibition of discrimination, in conjunction with Article 8, the right to respect for private and family life, and or Article 3, the prohibition of torture, all these provisions of the European Convention of Human Rights. So this will be the very first time that the Commission is involved in human rights litigation and in an international forum, and also the first known occasion that the European Court of Human Rights has granted leave to intervene to an uh, African human rights institution. Uh, we, uh, yes. That's the important bit, isn't it? So that you are coming from a South African perspective to help the Europeans, is that correct? That is absolutely the case, yes. We also uh, make out uh, a case in our application that has been granted now uh, that we have uh, considerable expertise and experience pertaining to the impact of regulations of this nature on the women of the global south, that uh, we uh, you know, have a lot of experience in terms of the equality and human dignity provisions of our constitution, which is, uh, has been applied uh, by our constitutional court, mm. also the matter of the inter- intersectionality between some of these rights concerned. Uh, we even referred the European Court of Human Rights to uh, a matter against the state of Spain, which was uh, affirmed and qu- quoted by the uh, South African constitutional court pertaining to the matter of in- intersectionality of rights are represented by quite a formidable legal team comprising of five counsels led by Jeremy Gauntlet, SEQC. He is also a QC in Britain and therefore has right of appearance in the European Court of Human Rights, but then also by three uh, further junior counsel from London, Frank Pelser from the Yuma Chambers in Cape Town, and by the attorneys Baker and Mackenzie, Led by Larisha Naidu, uh, we have support both from the Johannesburg and Paris offices, and our entire legal team acts on a pro bono basis for the commission. 
Just explain what the process is. Are you representing Castor Semenya at the European Court of Human Rights? No, we are, are intervening in the matter. It is similar to a friend of the court in right. South Africa, so-called Amicus Curiae. So uh, we intervene in the matter and we bring an uh, independent uh, perspective to the court. We're not, not even uh, allowed to directly refer to the uh, to Semenya as such, but to the principles involved here. And therefore, the issue here is not only Castor Semenya, but it goes... Much further than that, it, uh, it deals with the, the impact, the negative impact of these regulations on, on women of the global south. There have been talks that the original law that the IAAF were, were using and implemented is based on false science. Is, uh, do you get involved in that as well? Yes, the British Journal of Sports Medicine uh, has published a correction of uh, the 20, uh, 2017 study on the impact of testosterone on performance. And it's basically now been admitted that the study could have been misleading. So this obviously goes to the rationality of these regulations and the justification thereof uh, becomes quite questionable. Uh, and um, I'm sure that in our submission that we will have to do now by the 12th of October 2021, we uh, will also refer to, to that particular issue. A whole lot of athletes' lives are currently in limbo. Castor Semenya, one of them amongst all the others. What is the process? You mentioned October. Is this just going to drag on for years and years? The court has agreed uh, because Semenya's lawyers actually requested the court to deal with the matter as a matter of priority, as they call it. You can almost call it urgency. Mm. So the court has fortunately agreed to deal with it as a matter of priority. But, uh, you know, still, unfortunately, uh, there are timelines and time frames that have to be um, adhered to, and therefore it, it takes some time to get to actually get the matter to court. But at, at least the matter is being dealt with as a matter of priority. And what is very interesting is that we understand that uh, it's been quite a number of other parties that are also admitted as interveners, among them the World Medical Association, the Yale Global Health Justice Partnership, and Human Rights Watch. And there are also still a few uh, queuing up to to join. Uh, I believe one of those is the uh, United Nations Special Rapporteur on Human Rights. So it's going to be quite a, quite a massive case, and we are, are very happy to be involved in, in such an important matter pertaining to addiction. Just to, wrap, just to wrap it up, Advocate, what does this mean for the South African Human Rights Council being on such a large stage coming from this little country down south? No, I think it's absolutely huge, and um, I think South Africans would be very supportive in our efforts in this regard. That is Human Rights Commission Advocate Andrea Hurtley-Gum. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you so much.